This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 842, Surf, Sand, and Digital Sabbaticals by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, Easter Sunday if you're listening in real time, and welcome back or welcome for the first time. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life, covering personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly, from some of the best bloggers and authors you can find, with their permission, of course. And since it's a holiday weekend, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Surf, Sand, and Digital Sabbaticals by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Digital sabbaticals are big right now, and I know a lot of people who have taken them and enjoyed the time spent away from their devices. I take them involuntarily all the time, one of the benefits or downsides of traveling frequently and I enjoy them to a certain extent, but I wanna take a stab at changing the metaphor usually associated with the digital sabbatical and how technology is viewed as a whole. Generally, when someone decides to take time away from their gadgets, sometimes just one, like a phone, and sometimes the whole of the internet or anything that requires electricity to function, this is seen as a Walden experience, like the row in his pond and his own extraction from modern society with all the associated introspections. I like that metaphor, and I wanna keep that aspect of it, but I'd like to change the origin. Instead of starting out in some vague, non-cabin-in-the-woods, modern-day lifestyle, you're coming from a futuristic, robot-operated home perched above an ocean. This mechanical seaside home of yours is usually great, and you enjoy the myriad benefits of living in a clean, enclosed, safe space. The robotic furniture and appliances are real time savers, And while they are cooking your food and serving up entertainment, you're free to sit and let the slow, surging sounds of the tide wash over you. Sometimes, though, you want to cook your own food and choose your own TV shows and ebooks to imbibe. Sometimes you just want to get away from the unrelenting convenience and experience a little hardship, put some calluses on your hands and live in an environment that's not climate-controlled or shielded from the elements. Due to the lack of such things in our ordinary beachfront housing, we start to romanticize just how great it is, chopping wood, ants in my shoes, yes. Of course, it's great to experience that inconvenient world and quite a novelty for people who live in the developed world, but there is a reason such things are sabbaticals, not lifestyles. Few people chuck their phone in a drawer and then never take it out again. They keep it in there a week and then it's back to the beach house, back to the constant noise of waves and automation. Why is this? Are we inherently flawed, unable to appreciate the simpler things in life? Has modern technology removed our innocence, our desire to truly be human? No, none of those things. And those questions, which are invariably a part of the conversation when digital sabbaticals are brought up, are why I wanted to propose this new metaphor. We are not bad for wanting convenience and background noise. There's no shame in enjoying having that iPhone in your pocket and loving the rush of checking your email or Facebook messages. Like anything, having an unbalanced life because of digital distractions is not ideal, but you know what? So is not having a life because you're too busy in the woods chopping wood and eating what you hope are not poisonous berries. One is not inherently noble and the other inherently wrong. There is no virtue in living simpler in the Walden way. There is no virtue in living simpler in the minimalism-inspired gadget way. Both are equally valuable and awesome at different points in a person's life for different purposes, as long as both are enjoyed in moderation with at least a small portion of the other as a side dish. 
It's easy to demonize. This goes both ways, by the way. But down that path, there's nothing but untenable demands and undesirable lifestyle choices. Why must we always fall to one side or the other of a fence that was built only to create divisions? When you can walk the line between one way of living and another, why opt for an extreme instead? Simplicity, mostly. Ideas are simpler and more contagious when they're extreme. It's also the extreme version of a story that's retold. The man who lives on bear meat and who is thinking about foregoing his only possession, a loincloth, in pursuit of greater minimalist freedom, makes the news. While the man who led a balanced life of cabin-living fisherman and city-dwelling web developer doesn't even make page six. I think in some way, it's also a result of the desire to be part of a group, to have a title. Someone who eats mostly raw foods but will eat the occasional cooked dish or meat is not welcomed into the raw food clan. Achieving a title like that requires one to be all or nothing or to create one's own group. I humbly propose raw-ish for the aforementioned groupless soul, which is a whole lot harder than adopting the garb and rituals of an existing one. By the way, I'm not trying to pick on any groups like raw food eaters here, just making a point about why groups are a desirable aspect of community living, and therefore we're far more likely to opt in if there's an existing rule book rather than having to write our own. So if you wanna undertake a digital sabbatical, enjoy it, but do it your way. And don't feel bad when you're called back to the beach house and its many allures, even the noise of the waves unrelentingly slapping up against the shore. You can take a beach dweller away from the ocean, but demonizing anyone who misses the sound, the surfing, and the convenience that come tandem with such a living situation is tantamount to telling someone that heading into the woods is unnatural or wrong. Update, February 19th, 2017. I think the metaphor here takes away from the point I wanted to make rather than clarifying it. A more concise explanation would be, extremes are easy, but balance is difficult. Digital sabbaticals and extreme diets and anything else that requires a set of absolutes are attractive to us because they represent the opposite approach to something we're doing. But we're more likely to find both fulfillment and consistency towing the line somewhere in that gray area between the two. This isn't to say that some people won't be most fulfilled by, for instance, completely stepping away from technology or never eating cooked food again. But for most of us, the attraction to these extremes is the result of a sales pitch and dissatisfaction with where we are. And we'd be better served with a more moderate shift. You just listened to the post titled Surf, Sand, and Digital Sabbaticals by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. I thought this was a good one for Easter Sunday, just a reminder to get away from the devices just for a bit, for short periods of time. You don't have to get rid of everything altogether. And I'll keep this ending nice and short, but if you're not checking out the other podcasts in my little network, please do. They're very similar to this show, except I don't host them. We cover all sorts of topics, so if you like this show, chances are you will like those ones too. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show, and all of our podcasts should pop right up. That's it for today. Hope you're having a great weekend. Thank you for being here. Have a happy Easter and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life.
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. We'll be right back.